All right. Hello. Welcome to the Conjecturing a Horrorist podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And Greg. Good evening. And I'm your host, Rob. How's everybody doing? Great. Great, Great Rob. Great. Doing good. Doing good. We're we're remote again. We're on Zoom. Uh, Greg's in the creepy garage. Laura's in her normal, normal, nice, clean, organized bedroom. And I'm <laughs> I'm in my car again. So I'm in a... I'm in a car recording. Uh, I got I got a good setup. I think I'm getting this down a little better. I got a light this time. They can see me. Yeah. Um, I got much better. Much better. You know, I got my mic still hanging here like a little gerbil. Looks good though. I like it. Uh, hey, and this I got, is real dedication. I know. I know. Jeez. Real you know? dedication. You know, yeah. you got to do what you got to do right now. You know. Um, I got my windows all blocked out with uh, like shades and stuff like that, so no creepers can see me at night. Uh, I, I guess maybe I'm the creeper. Maybe I'm the creeper. Yeah, so. yeah I think people are going to avoid you. I know, I know. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, so let's uh, let's get to the segment here. Let's see what everybody's drinking. What's in the cups? All right. So what's in the cups there? So uh, Greg, what's in your cup tonight, Greg? It's actually empty right now, but I'm going to pour it. I made myself a whiskey sour. Ooh, yeah. nice. Interesting. Uh, actually more than I thought there was. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big whiskey sour. Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> oh look, even as the shaker. Nice. Wow. Nice, nice. Uh what are you what are you drinking, Laura? I am finishing a red blend that I had started uh trying to put my child to bed tonight. Uh I needed a big, big, big glass for that. <laughs> so <laughs> uh finishing that one. And I also have a beer mosa. Oh wow! Be- yeah, Wait, see a beer mosa. See today. Today is actually Easter, and mm-hmm. uh, we had an open bottle of champagne that we didn't finish, and I wanted to have my side beer, so I decided to make a beer mosa. Is that like beer and orange juice? Yeah, I have to admit I've never heard of that. Yeah, what's in and champagne? Wow. So what? Uh, I understand like champagne is probably the general champagne and orange juice, but what beer? What beer do you put into that? Oh, I just put my hazy IPA in. Fuck it. It's really? delicious. Yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> Dang, that's pretty hardcore shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What um, are you drinking? Yeah, I'm I'm similar to Laura. The wife opened up a bottle of champagne today. So I'm trying to help her finish that off. So I'm doing uh, some champagne and some more uh, Kirkland water. Shout out to Kirkland again. <laughs> so we got our Kirkland Wait, water. Mm-hmm. You have to water down the champagne? I don't really like champagne. You know, oh, to begin no. with, we ran out of orange juice too. We ran out of orange juice. So, you know, I just had to put a little bit of Kirkland water in there, you know. Oh, that's hilarious. Ah, it's good though. It's good. You know, I didn't have a beer too, like Laura, so I couldn't make the special drink. So, yeah. 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 I've never seen somebody water down champagne before. That's shameful. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a shame pain. That's what that yeah. is. <laughs> hey, you know, Kirkland waters can only make it taste better. You know, that should be their catchphrase. <laughs> that's catch not the end. <laughs> that's not the end sound like. <laughs> that's a shame pain oh mm-hmm. my god i gotta write that down that's good yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so uh so do we got any uh any follow-up from previous shows anything you guys want to talk about last week we did the shining um i still haven't gotten my my short the shortened uk cut of the shining yet so i'm definitely mm. gonna let everybody know once i get it and watch it uh how i review that movie at that point 
because I think I'm going to drastically like it better. Yeah. No, I feel like we covered a lot. It's likely our longest episode to date, which makes sense because it's such a long movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even if we did forget something, we just, we really covered a lot, you guys. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we keep it in, in last week's episode. Okay. Does that make tonight's episode the shortest that we'll ever had? Because because I think this is the shortest movie. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all could right. Be. It could be, it could be. A little yeah. foreshadowing like, mm-hmm. like this movie did a hundred times. Nice, mm. good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so let's uh let, let let's get to the movie then. So so the movie we're we're going to be doing we we said last week what movie it is. We're doing 2019's Crawl. Uh this was Greg's pick. Mm-hmm. This was not in his top 10 list. He took this, uh, you know, and and thought it was so great that he wanted to put it in early. Uh so <laughs> Greg, why why did you want to do that? Why pick Crawl? I I chose this movie because, you know, the the movies that we have been reviewing so far have been you know, uh, sort of old, right? Mm-hmm. In the 90s, early 2000s. Um, I thought I'd pick something new. I had heard from various people that it was pretty good. Um, and I thought um, there aren't many modern horror movies that get really high marks. Uh, I mean, there are a couple, but I don't know, like no classics that really come to mind. So I thought, hey, let's, let's check this one out. Um, and also, I used to have a really big affinity toward, uh, you guys know what cryptozoology is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I used to love that as a kid. Uh, I used to read all the books. I used to be obsessed with like the Loch Ness monster. I loved dinosaurs. Yeah. I wanted to be a paleontologist at one point. So I loved the idea of like overgrown, you know, mysterious creatures that didn't really show themselves but still existed. I loved the mystery of that. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought that this movie was going to be like that. You know, like a everybody knows it's about a crocodile or, or whatever. So I thought, oh, it was just going to be about a, a giant crocodile. So that sounded kind of fun, you know, um, which it kind of wasn't, but we'll, we'll get into that. But uh, <laughs> I thought it, it really piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, de- we'll definitely get into that. We'll, we'll jump into the water in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, so uh, so before we get into the actual movie and before Greg reveals how how regretful he is, let's. Uh, it's time for our horrorish segment of the week right now. And this week, what do we got? This week we have. Oh. We have a game again. We yeah. have a game again. So. Do I need my buzzer? So uh, you guys are going to have to have a little buzzer. You guys are going to Oh my god. You know? I we <laughs> should have played a game on what I bet that was about to be and I could, would have told you hands down I'd put all my money on it in Vegas that that was going to be a question. You thought it was going to be a question? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't come up with a question other than like being like, oh, what wouldn't you want to be trapped under the water with? Which is yeah. just like, okay, a gator, you know, it's like, there's not much creativity to this, to this one after I watched it. I'm like, oh, I don't really see anything obvious. I gotta uh, say, Rob, I'm a little bit disappointed that we're playing a game for the first time because I've been atrocious at our <laughs> games the last like three rounds, but um. You know, maybe this is my redemption. Oh, night. but Greg, you, even though you were atrocious that one time, the, the most recent game we played, mm-hmm. uh, Rob threw you two times in a row now with games. He threw you mm-hmm. a, it's the last question, I'll only give it to you, and it's for this many points, which would have you be the winner over Laura, because mm-hmm. it was yeah. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles question. Oh, so yeah. even if I'm 
way ahead of you, Rob's always going to throw you that. Tell me you have one of those in, in this game, Rob. I need it. I'll, I'll, make, I'll, I'll make one up at the end if I have to. I'll be like, Greg, how do you spell your name? And then you'll get extra points for that, you know? Okay, cool. Fucking cool. ridiculous. Right. Yeah. I need Man. a fighting chance. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I'll, I would do the same thing to you, Laura. That's the thing. It's just you're never in the position to be behind. You're just so dominant <laughs> that it's like I got to throw him a bone every once in a while, you know? Laura, what seems to be your success here? Are you just really knowledgeable? I thought I I knew a so, lot of horror movies. I just so love I the compliments that. that Rob gives me. I was re-listening to um, I oh I was re-listening to Mothman the other day. I think you were listening to it, Greg, and that uh, piqued my curiosity. I was like, I'm going to re-listen to that episode, and I was laughing so hard because Rob's like, Laura, you've got balls. You've got bigger balls than me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Rob gives me a compliment, he's like. You're dominatrix. You've got balls. I don't know. It's hilarious. It's very, it's very, it's very high compliment. Yeah, it's very high compliment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so this week we're not playing a game with balls. It has nothing to do with balls. Uh, this week we're doing a game I'm titling "The Frightly Feud." So this is a family feud style game. So it's going to yeah. be family feud style questions. Uh, it's the conjecture in addition. So all these questions are at least something we have talked about in previous episodes. Okay. You know, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not necessarily about the movies we have talked about, but things we have more or less conjectured about. Oh, wow. Okay. So okay. I hope you guys, you know, have been paying attention to, or even, you know, remember, you hope you guys didn't get too drunk. Um, but every question kind of has something to do with something we talked about at some point in the past, what, 10, 11 episodes. Okay. Can I test my buzzer? Let's do your guys' buzzers. Not okay. the one I wanted to push. I'm sorry. Oh, hold on. Push it again. <laughs> hold on. Okay. That's the one. Okay, doorbell. I like it. All right. Let's do something completely different. So it's not like last week where I couldn't tell your buzzers. This one's me. Gimme, 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 gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got gimme, 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 and what was yours again, Greg? Sorry, what was yours again? Doorbell. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Doorbell. Okay. You guys, you guys know Family Feud style, right? How pretty oh, much somebody, yeah. I'm gonna, oh, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna give you the question. It, yeah, first one, the first one to buzz in gets to try to get the, you know, top five or top eight answer. If you get it, then you play the board. If you get three wrong answers, and the other person tries to get the steal. That's just pretty- Rob. I have a question for you. Which, mm-hmm. which of the various Family Feud hosts are you? Oh uh, man, I'm definitely gonna be Steve Harvey. He's the best, <laughs> you know. Who is what Steve Harvey? What Louis Anderson, right? Yeah. Who was and then who was the original? Like Richard Dawson or something like that. I hope this isn't a question because I have no this idea. is not one of the questions. First question. This is not one of the questions. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's get into let's get into the game. Let's get into the game. So we got a uh, question one, question one. So you guys got your buzzers ready? Okay, yep. buzzer's ready, buzzer ready, okay? So this is, uh, so I got six, top six answers here, okay? Top six answers, okay? Okay. All right, name something people do for fun, even though it frightens them. All right, I got Greg there with the doorbell. Okay, Greg, name something. something name something people do for fun, even though it frightens them. Uh, mountain climbing. Mountain climbing. Mountain climbing. No, sorry, not a top six answer. Not a top six answer. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, where are the top six answers coming from again? These are oh just, yeah, you know it's like a, it's, it's it's like a hundred people polled online. You know, it's hundred people. Polled. Oh, oh well, I thought it was like a hundred not people. So can we redo <laughs> that question? Oh my no, god. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Laura. is it a hundred people 
Do you know where? Because I no. always think it's really funny on Family Feud that it's a hundred people pull up. Jesus, I can't talk. I'm mm-hmm. not even drunk. Yeah. Uh, it's a hundred people pulled in uh, Georgia, right? Isn't that where they are? I have no idea. This didn't specify what part of the country to segregate against. But Greg, you no, watch sorry. Family Feud, right? <laughs> Well, they, they specify on a case-by-case basis. Sometimes they'll say 100 women or 100 people okay. under the age of blah, blah, blah. Right. So, I'm Rob, you didn't get into that kind of detail. So, yeah, but this it's was, always uh-huh. people in Georgia. And I okay. feel like sometimes you have to remember that when answering the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't know mm-hmm. if they have mountains in Georgia. Look, I take back my answer. Um, no. It's uh, 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 wrestling gators. Wrestling this, gators. One, this one is not based in Georgia. This is oh, not. Okay. I didn't get this from like the Family Feud website or anything like that. So this is just a hundred right, people yeah. in the world. So okay. you have nothing to base it on. So okay, okay. Laura, Greg got it wrong. So Laura, what do you think? I'm gonna say skydiving. Skydiving. Mm. That's on there. Correct. Good skydiving. Answer. Skydiving. Skydiving was number four answer. Number four answer. Okay, oh, wow. Laura. Okay, Laura. So you have the board now. You got the board. Okay. So you got to keep going. You got to tra- keep guessing. You have. Uh, five more answers oh this wasn't a steal i thought it's a steal and i know no, this is to get this is to get the board yeah so now you got to name uh five more without getting three x's okay uh okay, i need so got, to name five more yeah there's six answers top six answers mm-hmm. you got skydiving yeah. can i intimidate laura with my soundboard <laughs> why does that intimidate me okay um mm-hmm. uh, um Okay, it's uh, oh, uh, scary rides. What is it? Scary rides, like roller coasters. Okay, correct. That's the number one answer. Roller coasters. Number That's one. That's the number one answer. That's the number one All answer. Right. Roller coaster. Okay. All right, keep Ooh. going. You gotta keep going. What else do people do that is fun that scares them? Come on. Oh, uh, watching scary movies. Obviously, correct. Number, number three. Yes. Number three. That's number three horror movies. Number three horror movies. Oh okay, my so god! Got a couple more now. A couple more. Okay, let's keep guessing, Laura. Dude, and mountain climbing wasn't one of them. That's no, crazy. No mountain climbing. What about um? Ooh, I got one. Tight tightrope walking. <laughs> okay, it's one one strike for Laura. Tightrope. How many people do you know? I know. To... I feel like you could even pull a hundred people that do that. Yeah. Unless it's like all the people from the circus. Mm-hmm. It's a very like niche activity. Oh. Okay, Laura, you got Okay, one. what about um what about bungee jumping? Mm, that's what I was thinking. Correct. Bungee jumping. Bungee jumping's on there. All right. So I think you got two more, Laura. Two more to guess. And I you also got, have two more strikes. You got two more strikes. Let's keep going here. Um oh my god. Parasailing? There's two strikes there, not parasailing. It's another thing that I don't think a lot of people do. This is what the opposite team does mm-hmm. at this stage. They mm-hmm. do this move. means that we're going to steal. Oh, man. Greg is putting up an X. One more strike, Ooh, Laura. What about um, going through a haunted house? Oh, correct. Fun houses. Fun houses. Wow. How many uh, are left? One more. So you got one more, Laura. One more. This one I wouldn't even have thought of, so it's gonna be hard. <laughs> so this is really? what uh, this is something people do for fun, even though it frightens them. One more, Laura. So you either get this or you don't. I don't know, mm. man. Oh um, mm-hmm. I already know this one. <laughs> Doubt it. How about how about riding a motorcycle? Uh, riding a motorcycle. Oh man. Hmm. Uh, 
Uh-oh, he's oh, he's uh, oh, a hard one. You know something? I'm gonna. I'm even though this is probably weird. I'm gonna let Greg decide if you get. I, I think Greg will be honest about if this is gonna be a, a point or not. This is hard. So you said riding a motorcycle. The answer is driving fast. Do you think? Yeah. I think that's pretty close, right? That takes it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You got it, Laura. It's you got the it. Thrill okay. of, of driving on the open road. Yeah. Oh. So you got Holy it, Laura. Shit. Yeah. Wow. I, can that I was just a good say? Guess. I can't believe mountain climbing wasn't on there, though. Yeah. I, I, I truly climbing. can't believe that. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to try to steal with public speaking, but I don't think Oh, that's, that's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, but I don't think people do that for fun, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People, mm-hmm. the question was what people do voluntarily. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, not. like, I was thinking, like, thrill-based, right? It's scary, yeah. but it's yeah. fun. Yeah. So what gives you a thrill? Mm-hmm. You know what oh. I used to do, like, uh, coming back from – uh school like many years ago there was a stretch of road where it was just like there were no street lights and just because i was young and stupid i would like turn off my headlights for like a split second and then, oh, like, great. Oh, <laughs> and then turn it back on you know um oh man that was terrifying but it really got your blood oh, going okay God. question two oh jeez Greg, Greg, greg's a thrill seeker does it huh? come back to me or or no Greg's we're doing the- now now we're back now we're back to you guys are both at the table again you're both at the table so you got a new question right. a new question okay oh shit all okay. right okay is ready you guys are both got your buzzers ready okay yep. all right next question all right all right name a reason you might ignore the phone and let it go to voicemail that was a uh, wait who who's the gimme 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 me. Laura, that was Laura that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So name a reason you might ignore the phone and let it go to the voicemail like I did with Mothman. Mm-hmm. Uh, because <laughs> it's uh, someone you don't like calling. Someone you don't like. That's very vague. <laughs> You're <laughs> avoiding. Okay, I give her... it to you. All right, avoiding, avoiding someone. Yeah, correct. Okay, okay, yes. avoiding. Them. Okay, Laura gets the Laura gets the board again. Laura's starting to dominate again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a little. I, you know, I probably should have thought strategy, and maybe I shouldn't have played this one. Like, oh, okay. sometimes it's easier to just mm-hmm. deal with one answer. You know. Okay. Yeah. This one is a okay, top, so top five. This is top five. Phone. Top five answers. You already got one. Okay. You don't hear your phone. It's on. Si- it's on side. It's on vibrate. Silent <laughs> or vibrate. Once. Strike. strike, 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 strike. No, oh. sorry. I think she said silent and vibrate. So can you give her two X's for both of those? <laughs> no, it's only one strike, one strike. Okay, you Laura. me that way. The name okay, of reason you might ignore the phone. You're asleep. Correct, sleeping. You're sleeping. Correct, correct. Man, a nonsensical answer. You're mm-hmm. ignoring the phone because you're asleep. You're <laughs> performing an active action because of an inactive action. Come mm-hmm. on, guys. Okay. This is right. this game is rigged. Three I'm just gonna more. put it on mute with my ten point bonus question. <laughs> All right. All right, Laura. You got three more, Laura. Three more. You got three more and two strikes. What do you got? Um, Name a reason you might ignore the phone and let it go to voicemail. I mean, I feel like it's always because you're avoiding somebody, right? That's mm-hmm. the that's the number one answer. That, yeah. Um it's more about like a like action based now. Hey, hey, no hints, no hints. <laughs> Hey, I'm Steve Harvey. I'll do what I want. (laughs) Ooh, what if it's in the other room and you don't catch it in time? You run for it, but you don't catch it in time. (laughs) Uh, Can you can you be a little more specific as to what room? Oh, uh, you're taking a shit. (laughs) Uh, I will give you that. It's you know, it it was actually you're in the bathroom, but I'll give you that because you take a shit in the bathroom. Unless you take a shit in the kitchen, I don't know. But uh, yeah. (laughs) 
Okay, that's correct. That's correct, Laura. That's correct. That's me clapping for you. Oh wow! I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> scared me. I'm used to this soundbite guy. That's scary. I might have. There's to one more. Or two more. Two more. Two more, Laura. Two more. You got two more. Jesus two... Christ! Yeah. What? All right. So uh, I don't think Jesus Christ is a reason not to answer the phone. <laughs> Strike three. All right. Uh, fuck, these two. These two are pretty obvious. I think if you hear them, you'll you'll know. But I can't tell them. How about you lost your voice? <laughs> two strikes, two strikes. <laughs> you lost your voice. That's funny. Okay. All right. One more strike, Laura. One more strike. Talk. I know. I know. This is very I specific. I'm going that, for the steal. Yeah. That's like a. That's like a somebody with no voice on a tightrope. That's like super rare. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I answer my phone? Name a reason you might ignore the phone and let it go to voicemail. Uh, having family time having family time i'm gonna give it to you you have company answer was you have company that, that's that's similar okay your family is company <laughs> <laughs> okay so last one you got one strike left and one more answer on the board laura so what is it name a reason you might ignore the phone and let it go to voicemail and this is the number one answer too that's remaining mm, oh i think i got it <laughs> you better not mess it up you're walking on a tightrope right now roll and you have no voice, yeah. <laughs> you have no oh, voice. okay. You're working. Uh-huh. You're working. You're at work. Um, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. No. Bummer. Okay. Okay, Greg. See if Greg can get it here. Greg can get the number the steal. one answer is because the person on the other end is either a spammer or a telemarketer, and you don't want to answer that shit. I get that all the time now with the coronavirus. No. Come on, come on. Get the- well, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you get another guess though, because that was Laura's first choice was like avoiding someone. Well, that was a vague. I was being very specific. But it still covered the okay. same general question, so I'll give you one more guess. Oh, because um, you, the battery is dead on your phone. Like every movie. Like every movie. Oh the man. Batteries that dead. we've been watching. No, sorry, Greg. Oh. Sorry. What? Laura, Laura, Laura keeps the points. Yeah, all right. So, so the the number one answer was you're busy. You're busy. <laughs> I feel like all of our answers covered that. <laughs> all of our answers covered that. Thinking of shit, you're busy. Family time, you're busy. You you got the points, Laura. She, you shouldn't be complaining. You got the points. I tell, but you know. mm-hmm. I'm too busy to answer a telemarketer. I mean, I was I was close to giving it to you, Laura, when you were like you're on you're at work. Yeah, but I wanted to give Greg a chance to see if he could steal it. So no, but he didn't get it. So. Mm -hmm. okay so laura laura's up two to zero right now two to zero next question next question okay you guys got your buzzers ready okay all right so this one is oh man if laura doesn't get this this is gonna be crazy okay all right name a popular cocktail garnish i heard gimme 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 first i heard gimme 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 first i heard laura i'm gonna go with olive sir there's no way that Laura does not sweep this question, though. Number one answer, olives. Laura gets the Laura gets the board. Okay, Laura. How many are there? This is six six answers. Six answers. So you got okay. five more. Five more. All righty. Uh, olive. Uh, lime. Mm-hmm. Lime. Number four answer. Correct. Uh, lemon. Okay. Number three answer. Correct. Cherry. Mm-hmm. Number two answer. Correct. <laughs> Jeez. Um, these, so these, last, these last two are a little tricky to me. Mm-hmm. There's two more? Two more. Two more. This is number five and six answer. These ones were... One I'm oh, like, okay. onion. 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 No, sorry. No oh. onion. No onion. One strike. One strike. Wait, oh, what drink do you put onions in? 
And uh, you can get a dirty martini, or you can get a martini with an onion instead of an olive. I think the only people that get that are tightropers that don't have a voice. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> sure about that. No, you've never seen their like, little tiny bald onions? They're like little balls. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're on the balls again? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, All right, two more. Popular right. cocktail garnish. Ooh, what about, um, what about a piece of pineapple? That's got to be on there. Wow, I can't believe you got that. A piece of pineapple? Uh, hello, Hawaiian drink. That's a give me. Really? I yeah. read that and I was like, pineapple? Okay. All right, so what? one more. Uh, one I more. think I know what the last one is. They're in Mai Tais. They're in Pina Coladas. Oh, I, okay. Right. I guess that's true, yeah. Okay, okay, Laura, one more. And you got two strikes. Dang. I already know what it is. I hope you get this wrong, but you won't. <laughs> you got two guesses to try to get this last one. Oh, uh, orange slice. Nope. Sorry. Two strikes. Two strikes, Laura. All right. One more guess here. One more guess, and Greg gets to try to steal. Popular oh. cocktail garnish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. This is only in like one drink, though. Oh. What do you think? What do okay. you think? Uh, celery. Correct. She got it. Celery. <laughs> celery. <laughs> Dang. Clean celery. You know that, what has celery in it? The Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys. Yeah. You know what I was thinking was salt, like on the edge, the rim of the glass. Is that a garnish? I don't know. That, I don't think that's. I don't think that. I don't know. Maybe that's considered a garnish. Maybe, but it's not. I on wasn't here, so, thinking no. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Dang, Laura. Three to nothing now. Three to nothing. All right. I have. A, I have. All right, Rob. Can I? The next question is going to be: What are the top ten things that Laura did today <laughs> during the daytime? Let's and let's see how we do against each other. Shit. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right, okay. Next question. Next question. You got your buzzers ready. You gotta be quicker on your buzzer, Greg. Okay, I got. I'm yeah, ready. you're the fast buzzing guy. I know, I'm geez. just trying to fucking keep up. I know, right. man. Okay, all right. Next question. All right, all right. N- name a door inside the house that you usually keep shut. Oh fuck. Okay, Greg. Did you hear Greg, my? Did it. Yeah. That was your doorbell. So that's your doorbell. So you should get this one. <laughs> shut the front door. Wait, name a door inside the house that you usually keep shut. Don't In- help them. A door inside the <laughs> house. The doorknob is accessible from inside the house. It's technically, so you're gonna you mean stick- like on, the, on an inner wall, a closet. A closet. Okay, closet. Correct. Closet. Number one answer. All right, Greg has the board. Greg has the board. Yeah, all right. Front this door. Jesus Christ, front door. Okay, I'm, I'm going to sweep this, you out, I'm gonna sweep this whole thing. Get, get ready, guys. Okay, okay. Greg. Oven. Greg. Oven is closed. Oven door is closed. It's stupid. <laughs> oven. That's not even considered a door. I mean, I guess it's an oven door, but it does not. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, actually, you know, it's not that bad. Okay. All right, all right. It's not on the board, though. Sorry, X. Sorry, Greg. Okay. One strike for Greg. This is only four. Be... This is this is only four answers too. So, Greg, you only got to get three more. There's only okay. four. Yeah. This oh, is just top four. That you you that you usually keep shut, and I already said closet, closet. right? Yeah. And you said, yeah, another, yeah. another door is going to be the, the door to the attic or basement. One of those oh, two. Okay. You got basement, basement. Correct. Basement. Okay. Uh, you got uh-huh, two. Uh-huh. All right. Two more, two more, Greg. All right. Name a door inside the house that you usually keep shut. Oh, the one that goes to your, I don't know, some in older houses, the water heater or the furnace. One of those two. <laughs> two strikes. Two strikes. <laughs> Come on! Greg. I mean, what is the purpose of a door if not to open it? Um, 
These are Ooh. two very easy answers. One definitely. The other one, I'm like, I don't know. But all right, Greg, two yeah, you keep closed. Okay, it's it, that means that you're storing something that you use mm-hmm. very infrequently. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Greg? Oh God, I'm gonna have to say mm-hmm. the cupboard that holds all of your Tupperware. You don't use that as much. Oh my God, it's two strikes. Uh, is that two strikes? That's two, right? Is that Wait, two? can I take that? Can I take it back? Laura, is that two or three? That's two, right? I don't know. I thought it was three, but maybe give him another shot because this is painful. <laughs> the, the, the door that that leads to your attic. You already, said said, oven. You already said attic and basement, Greg. You already said that. He said oh. oven, water heater, and uh, Tupperware. Oh, oh my God! All right, Laura is is giving you one of her strikes. <laughs> <laughs> so one more greg one more all right okay the door mm-hmm. i mean how many doors do you guys have i can't I totally even, got this, by the, way. the refrigerator door that's usually open yeah, though laura's, laura's throwing up the x oh man okay, that's what i was gonna say what's your but guess you don't, that's it's mm-hmm. usually not closed okay the fridge door fridge door um, the fridge door is always closed okay correct refrigerator oh, refrigerator yes Okay, 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 Greg, you, know you got one more answer, Greg, and one more strike. So you got to either get this or not. Okay, so one okay. more. Okay, here we go. The microwave door. Oh, my God. <laughs> Four strikes, Greg. Four strikes, you're out. Okay, Laura, can you steal? This one's so obvious, too. I can't believe it. Okay. Well, I thought fridge. Was- oh, 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 I got it. I got it. No, no, no. Sorry, Greg. Sorry, you're out. You're, out. you're not getting five Worst. strikes. Don't say it because Laura. Something obvious. Don't say it. Don't say it. Oh, uh-huh. and it's not like mm-hmm. it's not the. <laughs> you already tried to guess front door and it was wrong, so don't mm-hmm. don't say that. Okay, Laura, um, name a door inside the house that usually keeps shut. I mean, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Five, hurry up. Mm-hmm. Four. Uh, I don't know the bathroom. Correct. Laura gets the steal. Laura gets the steal. The bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> I would have gotten it wrong anyway. I was going to say the back door. Well, if the front door is not on there, the back door is oh not gosh. on there, right? One, two, three. I guess, yeah. Thanks, you know Laura. Four just... to nothing right now. Four to nothing. It's a very similar trend. It's a very similar trend. Let me guess the next question is worth five points, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, next one, all right? All right, so this one, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, this question, all right? You guys ready with your buzzers? Okay. Yep. Name yeah. name something that scares the living daylights out of people. Hey, Greg, you are so slow. I thought there was a second part to that question. I didn't want to jump you, the gun. I'm trying to be so fast because you are normally. I know, man. Always. And you know what? It's working for you. Dang. Look how well it's working for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, spiders. Spiders. <laughs> Correct. Laura gets the board. Laura gets the board. Okay. Uh, so this is top five. Uh, we'll do top five answers for this one. Name something that scares right. the living daylights out of people. Spiders, you got spiders? Uh, mm-hmm. Clowns. Maybe. Hmm. No. Actually, no. No clowns on this list. No clowns. Nope. Sorry. Okay. Right. Um, oh, I know. I know. Uh, snakes. Yeah, snakes. Number one answer, snakes. All right. That was above spiders? Yeah. Snakes was one. Spiders is two. Mm-hmm. Oh, the dark. Hmm. I don't know. Very People creative. Are afraid man. of the dark, right? Yeah, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, darkness. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. If it's darkness, mm-hmm. you totally got it. Wait, five? How many did I just say? You got <laughs> snakes, spiders, and darkness. Dark. 
I know what the you last got two, two more, are. two more, two more, two more, two more. <laughs> um, what scares people? Mm-hmm. Oh, ghosts. Ghosts. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, no ghosts, no ghosts. So is that that's is that two? Answer, is that two strikes? That's two strikes, right? Yeah, yeah two strikes. So um, one more, one more, Laura. All right, I think I got this one. Oh shit. <laughs> Well, Greg's throwing up the X again. Mm-hmm. Well, this isn't very specific, but like natural disasters. So like uh, tornadoes. Yeah, yeah, good, good answer. Hurricanes, <laughs> tornadoes, hurricanes, mm-hmm. uh, earthquakes. Uh, sorry, no, no, three Damn. strikes, three strikes, three strikes. Okay, Greg, can you steal? Name something that scares the living yeah. daylights out of people. The first thing that came to mind, and I bet you it's number one is sharks mm. all right greg not even on the board not even on the board right. oh mm-hmm. what? Well, he said snakes was number one yeah snakes was number one yeah oh. sorry greg okay what about death what about death that oh, kind of scares death. you already it's already over greg it's already over you already that's it. nobody gets any points the number number uh f- number three answer was bugs nobody said bug true but true. a spider is a bug well, I guess it was more. No, time. spiders an arachnid. Oh, He's thinking like excuse sex. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and I can't believe you guys didn't get this number five answer horror movie. Oh, duh! Oh. Wow, we should both and, feel uh, very guys, ashamed for not oh, getting. Yeah, that. you yeah. both feel like Greg normally feels ashamed in these games. <laughs> <laughs> well, except I didn't drink a watered down champagne, so it's like one. Oh man, dang. I dang, I got burned. I got burned on that one. Oh my god. I got burned with a flare. I got a burn with a flare gun on that one. But I have to admit though, like champagne gives me headaches, so I have no room to talk. That's uh, okay. I mean, I it definitely doesn't make you feel great, but it just tastes so good and in the moment you feel really good. But then mm-hmm. after you're either really tired mm-hmm. or you have a headache. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I think like these restaurants make bank on bottomless mimosas. Like, how many people actually take advantage of it? By the third one, I'm like, okay, well, I don't even want bottomless. I, I just I want a bottom. Uh, in the moment, I want I want the bottomless. You want a bottom, Greg? You want a bottom? <laughs> yeah, give me that bottom. <laughs> now that's the unsound bite. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't even give a shit. I don't even give a shit. This is going to be like an hour long game, but. I don't even care. It's fun. Let's just play a game tonight and then just end the pod with that. Oh, don't try to backtrack out of your movie. <laughs> oh, man. Don't All right. Okay, next question. Next question. All right, you guys ready? With your- Greg, are you ready with your buzzer? Oh, are you ready with your buzzer? All right. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, this one's like, this is literally something Greg talks about, I think, in our intro episode. All right. Damn. All right. Name one of the basic necessities of life. Greg got that one. Greg got that. All right, Greg. So this is. Was there the top? Did you finish the question? <laughs> that was the question. There's the top okay. six answers. Name one of the basic necessities of life. Of life. You literally talked about this on the intro. You do. Episode. You do talk about. You this. talked about the. Okay. okay. I don't know if it, if anyone's familiar with Maslow's pyramid. <laughs> the basic necessities of life include air. Okay. Air. Number three answer. Water. Uh-huh. Water. Right. Number two answer. Mm-hmm. You need shelter. Shelter, number five answer. Mm-hmm. You need food. Food, number one answer. Mm-hmm. Got two more. Oh, God. And another one is like, it's sort of like higher up. It's like community and spirituality. 
And okay, let me let me say uh, friendship. No, I'm not giving you that one. X, sorry, right, one X. You got two more, two more. Okay, you need um, uh, purpose. <laughs> uh, Greg, we're trying to give you a goddamn point. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Two strikes, Greg. Two strikes. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure I got this. Mm-hmm. You need. Uh, oh, you need to procreate. You need uh, like a relationship. You need love. There you go. You love, 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 love. You got it. All right. So one more. Oh, yeah. One more, Greg. One more. And the last one I'm going to say is... Uh, the last one is, this, is the last answer, too. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. The last one is going to be you need... Um, uh, you need a source of like of, of income. You need like an occupation, something that makes you productive in uh, your in your uh, social structure. No, no, sorry, Greg. Sorry. Let's, let's see if Laura can get it yeah. for the steal. Wait, but wasn't that only two strikes? No, that's two. Okay, fine. Okay, two strikes, Greg. One more. I think it was three, but oh well. All right. Okay. Really? Well, I thought it was two. Okay. All right, Greg. I don't have an answer, so I'm like, <laughs> maybe, maybe we give Greg this one. Mm-hmm. Come on, Greg. What you else? know, there are what else, Greg? there are must-haves and, and there on, are like mm-hmm. to have. What do you um, what do you need to have a long life? What do you need? You need what? You need to be very oh. what? What do you do? What is it wrong? You with? eat a lot of Oh my why god. Do you, why, do, why do you eat eat vitamins, Greg? Why do you eat vitamins to be what? Help! Help! Oh, he you got it! Wow, you got it, Greg. You got it all on your own, all on your own too. Thank you, Greg, because I was so embarrassed that one game when I couldn't get you Dupree and Rob had to phone feed it to me, and this was so much worse. So this was my me and Dupree moment. Thank you. Steve Harvey. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Oh my God! All right, so I think it's a. Uh, yeah, I think it's four to one. I think it's four to one now. Four to one. All right. So this is the last question now. Last question. Greg made fun of my Kirkland water, so I'm not giving you a 10-point answer, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just going to be the But last. wait, if it's four to one and it's not a 10-point answer, there's no way he's going to win. Okay, I can still save face here. I can get right, half of your right, right, right. rather than a quarter of your points. You can save face. Oh, so you want me to give it, mm-hmm. you want me to give it 100 then, is what mm-hmm. you're saying? <laughs> Yeah, I do. Right. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't do scrimp off. Unless, unless Laura wants to agree to make this a five-point question, that's up to Laura if she wants to decide that. Nah. <laughs> she, you know what? Nah. She got screwed the last, mm-hmm. the last few games, Laura, mm-hmm. would have been like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? No way. You have to mm-hmm. risk it to get the biscuit, Laura. Five points. Risk Come on. it for the biscuit. <laughs> five <laughs> points. Okay. No, no, sorry. Laura's not, but Laura doesn't want to take those chances. Her balls aren't that big. They're big, yeah. but they're not that big. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. This is, this is a good last question. That's a good last question. That's a good last question. Okay. All right. Oh, Na- God. Name something that makes people blink. Name oh. something. I heard doorbell. I heard doorbell. Yes. Right. That makes people blink? Yeah. Name something that makes people blink. You, like, you have dust in your eyes. Okay. Correct. Yes. Number three answer. Yeah. This is, How many are there again? This is five. Top five answers. Top five answers. That makes you blink when the light is too bright? For your eyes? Number one answer, bright lights. Number one answer, bright lights. When you have allergies, no, I guess, is allergies like pollen the same thing as dust? Or that's, I think it's different. Oh, it's I'm going to say different. allergy. I'm going to say allergies. Uh, no, sorry. Allergies aren't on the list. Sorry. Makes you blink um, uh, when you're trying to focus on something at a distance. 
Do you kind of squint? Two strikes. Sorry, Greg. You squint. You don't blink. You don't blink. <laughs> Greg shuts his eyes just... when he's focusing on something. <laughs> when you're tired and you're trying to stay awake and you feel like your eyes getting heavy. Wait. So what? I don't understand what you're saying. What do you do? You blink when you're trying to stay awake because you're tired or you're waking All right. up. Three strikes, Greg. Three strikes. Okay, Laura, can you no? steal, Greg? Okay, can you steal, Laura? Oh, when you're putting in your contacts. Oh, my God. No, sorry, Greg. Mm-hmm. This is the, one of those games where you see it on TV and you think you're so good at it and you go, oh, I could be on that show. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what? You play a version of it with two people and you realize you're just bullshit at this game. <laughs> Well, that's my experience. look at. I don't think this is the answer. I think mm-hmm. I might have won this game. So my final mm-hmm. answer is, if you're Richard Gere, <laughs> that's uh, that's not the right answer. But I'm going to give you extra points for that one. And get extra points. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. so Laura wins. Laura wins. I love that answer. Laura, oh. Laura won the game. Laura won the game. I think she, I think she ultimately won uh, five to five to one. Five to one. Oh wow! Another another rousing defeat uh, for Greg here. Oh my goodness! Oh man! Wow! So that's uh, that's it for the game. You know, everybody listening, we're sorry we went so long, but uh, that was a lot funner than the movie we're going to talk about. So yeah, I feel like in our show notes, we need to tell people like we actually start the movie review at fifty minutes, and then like... <laughs> I actually I actually have a friend that listened to one of our episodes that I work with. I told him what we do. And he was like, listening to it. And he was like, yeah, I was trying to listen to it, but you guys didn't talk about the movie. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I was listening for like 30 minutes. I'm like, dude, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Man. <laughs> I was like, sorry, man. Sorry. You know, I love it. All right. So let's, uh, so the game's done now. Um, you know, like I said, Laura dominated again. Uh, maybe somebody can hit us up on Twitter, or email and let us know like what the overall uh, win losses between these two of overall games. I think Laura might be up like five to four now or five to three, something like that. I know it was tied at one point, but I can't remember how long ago that was. Yeah. So let's, uh, yeah. So now it's time to take a deep breath, look beneath the water and get to our movie this week. Let's get to the movie. All right. So uh, let's try to make this quick for everybody. <laughs> So uh, the movie we're talking about this week is Crawl, 2019's Crawl. It's rated R. Uh, this is a uh, 87 minutes long. It's, I think it's one of our shortest movies. I think we've talked, we've watched this one. A uh, director was Alex. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Alex Aja or Alex Aha. I don't know how you pronounce it. A J A. Um, this is the uh, same thing as a lot of our movies. The budget is like 13.5 million. I swear, like all the movies we talked about, they brought about, in 40 something million, right? Tell me. And it brought in 91 million dollars. Oh, wow. That's a lot, this, actually. Yeah, this made a lot of money at the box office. Yeah. Killed it. Which is weird because we were just talking about how we really didn't hear about this movie. No. Yeah, the only uh, interesting thing I kind of have here before you guys start talking about your stuff is just, I know the, that Sam Raimi was a producer on this, which I thought was kind of cool. From the Evil Dead series and stuff like that, and definitely Spider-Man. But yeah, so do you want to get into, what do you want to do? You want to do synopsis? synopsis there's not really a- actors i really know in this movie so yeah let's do, yeah let's do a synopsis laura all right super super quick synopsis there's a there's a gator there's a gator there's your synopsis there's a gator mm-hmm. <laughs> um our main character she is in college she's a um she's there on scholarship for swimming so she's michael phelps no anyway <laughs> Uh, (laughs) she lives in Florida and there is a hurricane warning and she's got kind of a 
complicated relationship with her dad. Um, and her sister calls and says that she can't get in touch with her dad. So she gets a little worried. Um, she also cannot get in touch with him. So despite all of the news and people telling her not to go in that direction because that's where the hurricane is, she decides against all of that to go and try to find her dad and see what's going on. And when she does find him, unfortunately, they are in a Category 5 hurricane. And not only are they looking at major flash flooding throughout their home and neighborhood, but there are alligators. Mm -hmm. That's all I've got. I know. That's, that's about it. Yeah, you know. If I say two more lines, I've just given away the whole movie. So. That's pretty much Rob, what's the... Did you look up the Rotten Tomatoes on this one? Yeah, I did actually. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this was... Oh my God. This was way higher than I thought. But audience score was 75% and critic score was 83. 80. Three percent. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely, I definitely pulled some uh, like a positive critic review and a couple negatives just to kind of see that because I, I was confused a bit. But uh, yeah. So let's... I, I have a good. I, I know why. But go ahead. Okay, Laura knows. Laura knows. She's yeah, from. Know she's from. She's from the swamp. She knows. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, okay, do you want to start then, Greg? This is your movie pick, Greg. Do you want to start talking? I'll start off. You know, I don't know how you guys have been watching these movies, but something that I've noticed is that as I'm going through the movie, my brain seems to 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 pick up. It's almost like imagine a, a scale, right? And a scale with nothing on either side. Is that a pun? Is that a pun? And, a scale? Oh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> imagine like a balanced scale, right? empty plates on both sides. And on the left side, you have things that are kind of piling on top of it that are bad, that you don't like, you know, and you have things that are on the other side that are good, that you do like. And it's almost like, again, and I don't know if this is fair or not as a viewer, but you keep this tally of things that you don't like and you do like. And I think you hope by the end of the movie, the side that has the positive, it weighs more than the mm -hmm. negative. Now, when I look at my notes on this movie, I've like split my page up into, into positive and negative. It's, again, I'm not going to say what I thought about the movie overall just yet, but there's so many just like negative points that I don't like, and there are a few positives. Now, how they weigh, I don't really know yet, but I, let me start off with a positive that I, I thought right when the movie opens, uh, it was a really cool opening. Yeah. There's this intro of you're in an indoor uh, swimming, like an indoor gym, and these divers are jumping in the pool. And I like just the, the opening of where like the words, the word crawl, the letters are like in the individual swimming lanes. Mm -hmm. And then when the swimmers dive past the letters, they kind of like dissipate into the water. I thought that was actually cool because a lot, that's something for whatever reason I have a fascination with. Sometimes it's very straightforward and plain and they don't want to be very fancy about it. But this one seemed really cool. Mm -hmm. So basically as the movie goes i did like the fact that it's very straightforward it's not complicated like the whole movie is just these two characters you don't have like 10 different characters you know or 20 like the faculty you know it's very focused on these two which is kind of cool you know it, it seems to like know what it's trying to do and it's not trying to throw too much at you it's basically saying here's an event that happens over the course of a day it could happen to anyone it's very plain and straightforward here are two characters and here's how they try to get out of it and i i did kind of like this setup so we, we maybe we can get into that other stuff later but just the setup uh, in itself was, was interesting i like that it was very realistic i agree i thought the setup was good yeah the, the beginning was weird though with 
<laughs> I was watching it, you know, with Lindsay, and it was funny. She was, um, I mean, going into this movie, everybody knows it's about an alligator or a crocodile or, you know, whatever. The fact that she's swimming, she, <laughs> she called it. She goes, oh, she's swimming, foreshadowing. Right. And it was like, and that's kind of what, what the, the movie ended up being. It was very straightforward. It was like, there's an alligator. You must swim away from the alligator. You must escape the alligator. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really deeper than that. Yeah. Um, so they do, a, there are a lot of moments in the movie where they're pretty, you know, heavy handed about, about foreshadowing and, um, and all that. But overall it was, um, it was okay. You know, I mean, what do you guys think about how it, how it opened up? I think it opened up really well. I, I like the opening. I like the setup. Uh, I definitely have notes on here. Just, just the effects they use too, like the storm effects and, you know, some of the yeah. CGI in the background of like the, you know, the sky and stuff like that. And I was like, Oh wow, it looks really cool. Yeah, it opened really well. You know, like she said, I mean, yeah, right when she's swimming in a pool, it's like, oh, duh, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, sure. But it, yeah. It, it didn't feel, I wasn't like, oh, come on. Jeez, how cliche. I was like, oh, cool. You know, like, that makes sense. That's totally perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the only part in the beginning where, where I was kind of like a little bit of the, uh, whatever, foreshadowing or cliche or, where he was like, oh, you know, you're an apex predator. You know, that was the only part yeah. where, I was, where, where I just felt like a little like forced to be like, oh, okay, all right, that's that's a little too much. Yeah, but before I get into detail about like a lot of the lines that I didn't like, <laughs> they have to, they revolve around a lot of what the, you use a very crucial word, and that's the word forced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's something that I find having watched. I don't know, we're like on our twelfth episode or something like that. I, one thing that I find is one of my pet peeves is when I feel like I'm being forced through something, and a lot of that comes from dialogue. If the dialogue feels forced. Um, I feel like, you know, it doesn't feel like I'm getting the character's personality very naturally. And a lot of the lines that came out of this movie felt very forced that I, that I didn't like. And that was one of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I really did appreciate the fact that they, tri- that they not even tried to, but they gave this movie an actual story. Not just, uh, you know, w- whether you want to call it like a B movie where it's just like, it's, this is going to be gore. This is going to be all about gore and a crocodile. They tried to give it an actual backstory, you know, an actual story that you would follow between her and her father and divorce and how they don't talk to each other anymore so that and it meant something at the end so i thought like that was actually really well done like they they didn't have to do it they could have just made this like sharknado and just been like this is a fucking you're you're here you're you're here to see the crocodiles you're here to see the gory who gives a shit about the story so i did appreciate that they that they gave it that secondary story because that was what at towards the end of the movie we can just go you know, far at the end anyway. The fact that I really wanted like the dad to live because I wanted like them to reconcile. If they didn't have that in the beginning, I wouldn't have gave a shit. I would have been like, who cares if he dies? But the fact that they set that up in the beginning made me actually give a crap at the end. So I thought that was really well done actually, yeah. Oh man, you guys are bringing up lots of things I want to say. Then then get get into it, Laura. Get in here. Jump, jump in the yeah. water. Jump in the water with us. Get in the water. Jump in the water. <laughs> okay, so when I'm watching a movie that you guys have picked for this podcast or even something a friend's recommended, just something I haven't already seen myself that's been like a, you know, something inside me, like I really want to see this movie for this reason. I almost feel like I, I always go into movies like, all right, you know, what, what's, what's going to suck about this movie? And I'm trying really hard to pull myself out of that. So I know with Jeepers Creepers, I was out really quickly, but anything that's been, you know, okay since then, 
I've been trying really hard to find the positives. And one thing I noticed at the very beginning when it shows you that she is this great swimmer and, you know, apex warrior, whatever, predator, whatever she says, I was like, okay, I tend to always say at the beginning of many horror movies, this would never happen. Mm -hmm. You know, this would never happen. Mm -hmm. And I told myself, but you know what? Even though that's true, in this case, you have to just accept that she is this pro swimmer because mm -hmm. then it's a story. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely had to get over this hump of like, okay, I need to be more forgiving of these type of like foreshadowings and like, you know, corniness in the beginning of movies. And so I, I, I got past that for sure. And I was like, okay, I was totally on board. But one thing, and this is totally jumping ahead, but one thing that Rob was saying, like he needed that story to want the dad to live. I, I will uh, admit straight up that I was very forgiving in this movie for a long time. And then there was a point, and I will tell you this later in my notes where I, I give up. <laughs> okay. I, I got to that point where like, I've been trying really hard. I'm out. Like there did, there was a point where I was like, okay, I, I can't like give this movie any more favors. It's really lame. And when I hit that point, the I already know what point it is. <laughs> yep. The only thing I cared about, the only thing was the fucking dog. If sugar <laughs> was gonna die, Greg, I, like you literally you cannot pick movies anymore. <laughs> I, you know what? I probably would have given this zero stars if that dog died. And um, there are tons of scenes where not only does Sugar like help them out, but he, he or she, I don't even know, will go missing for a little bit. And I'm like, oh my God, did, you know, did it get Sugar? And then also just historically knowing a lot of horror movies like to go for the dog and go for the dog early. Mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. just expecting it. And then when it didn't happen, didn't happen, I was like almost more sure like, oh man, this is going to hurt. It's going to get They're the gonna dog. They're going to hit us at the last scene. Yes. The dog. So like, God, I cannot believe it. But I just, I only cared about that dog, man. That's all I cared about. So this movie should have been called Sugar. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. The dog made it. And so the dog made it. Yeah. I actually gave this movie some points because the dog wow. made it. You got you got dog points. You got dog points. <laughs> you got dog points. Yeah. Wait, I, let me. I, I want to start giving this movie some good credit. Actually, okay. yeah, so yeah. let me go over my short list of positives. Okay, yeah. after the, the 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 opening scene, which was was really cool, I would say the rest of the movie you spend. 80% of the movie in their house. So she goes back to their old family's house to where her dad is, a, for some reason, in the basement or whatever, trying to fix up utilities. He's under and, the house in the crawl space. In the quote-unquote crawl space that's 20 feet tall. And, yeah. you know, well, no, they're and, crawling in it before the water is in there. So, I mean. Yeah. I think that, so, I think that has to do with, like, flood areas. That have a lot of flood. We'll, we'll talk about drainage issues. Oh. <laughs> my my thing is though, he's unconscious for some reason. It's a cool premise. Like she she goes to save him, and you know the whole movie is about the clock ticking. Look, I've never lived in on the eastern coast of of, of the U.S. So, but um, I know people who have been over there, and you see it on TV all the time. And you know that it's always a ticking time bomb. You know, you're given an advance warning. You know, it's not like a Sometimes a tornado in the Midwest happens instantly. A hurricane it develops. You have time to kind of evacuate. So this whole movie, I, one thing that I liked was like the, the, the ticking time. 
Okay, the first thing was, okay, well, the, the storm's only going to get more violent. Okay, so over time, you expect it to just flood more and more. And also, they're stuck underneath their house while, it, while their basement is flooding with water. So the, the water is constantly rising. And the more that it rises, the more that the alligators that are around kind of have like... The upper hand. Yeah, they can have the upper hand, of course, because that's where gators live, like in the water. So you're, that's where a lot of the anxiety comes from, which I liked because yeah. it was like, it gave it a natural direction. You know, and there was a moment where he's like checking his his watch, and then he's so her dad is I think probably a contractor or he has some mm-hmm. uh, experience working around the house. He has like a tool belt that they show like a thousand times, and he pulls his <laughs> his me, uh, measuring tape and he kind of does a quick estimation like okay, well the basement filled up about a minute, you know, a foot and a half after so many minutes, we have this much time to just get out of here and escape the crocodiles before we just drown. So that added some tension. I liked that. Um, um, another thing was that, oh my God, I actually loved, I, you know, we'll talk about like the logistics of what the, the environment is made up of, but I liked when they were basically the whole, a lot of the movie takes place underneath the house. Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to get up you know, and not drown underneath the house in the crawl space. And it was very gritty. You know, every shot, there were like utilities and cords and cables and pipes and rotting wood everywhere. And it gives you a very gritty feel. You you literally feel like you're in that scene mm-hmm. with every shot. And this movie actually did a good job with that. Um, you felt like you were underneath the basement. It felt very confined. Another thing, I don't know about if you guys agree, but I actually thought the CGI on the alligators was pretty good. Oh, I agree. I agree. I thought it was pretty good. It could have looked really fake. Yeah. Like we've seen some really bad CGI. You know, um, I thought they did a pretty good job mm-hmm. um, yeah. on the CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, so that was kind of like those above points. That was pretty much the end of what I thought was great about this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have to give it to you. The first reveal that there's more than one gator was a really good reveal. Because yeah. pretty much everything you've known up to that point, whatever, it's like the first 30 minutes of the movie or something like that. You're just like, you're thinking the whole time, oh my God, it's one gator. It's one gator. They got to get away. It's one gator. And then they reveal that there's a second one. Then that that was like, oh, that was a really good, not even like a twist, but just like a really good surprise. You know, yeah. once it became a lot of gators and that's like a different thing, but the very first reveal of this, not just one, was a really cool thing. I really liked that part. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Laura? What do you think now? What are you, what are you thinking? What are your positives? Um, positives. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I definitely think that from the get-go, they made this chick like a badass, right? So mm-hmm. that, I always appreciate that. Like, especially the scene where her, uh, well, fuck. We definitely have to talk about the dad and all of his injuries, but um, oh yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But um, you know, he when she finds him, he has been attacked by an alligator on his like neck, shoulder area. So he has a wound that almost looks like teeth or claws or something, um, and he also just looks like he's been there for a little while, you know, and obviously like not doing so well. He's probably lost blood and you know hasn't had food or water in however long. Then. After that, they actually look at his leg and his leg is broken. And his, I mean, she's uh, just so yeah. like not squeamish at all. Yeah. She just sees it and she's like, here we go. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, so this chick can swim and she's like a survivalist? That's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> no, but I mean, they, they did it well. I think that I, I'm pretty picky on acting and I do feel like most of the acting in this 
movie was pretty bad, but I feel like she was okay. So the dad was bad. There's only two characters. The bad, like, yeah, the dad was bad. And then every time the sister called her, which maybe was a total of five, no, not even, maybe three minutes yeah, like, total of mm-hmm. this movie. I was like, this needs to be cut. Like this chick is so bad. I cannot mm-hmm. even listen to her anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I like the chick was a badass. Yeah, I also really liked the reveal when there was more than one. But then on the same side of that argument, when all of a sudden there was like six, I was Mm -hmm. like, really? I mean, you realize for these alligators to have even gotten there, like that was already a journey in itself for them to have gotten there. You know, it's not like because they were talking about how the the levee was going to break. And that does happen eventually. And that's what causes mm-hmm. more flooding. But the yeah. fact that the alligators are just like in this suburban neighborhood to begin with, that's not normal. Well, did you guys... Even in Florida. Did you, did you guys notice? I, I should have rewound it and, and and confirmed, but there was a scene where she's driving to her dad's to try to find him. And they show like a sign on the road. And did it, I, did it say like crocodile farm or something like that? Or no? Oh, it did. It said like it said something like that. Oh, so maybe I did not see that. Oh, there was well, there something where in my mind I was like, oh wow. So there's a there's like a shit ton of crocodiles because that's kind of like what you're talking about, Laura. Like it's not practical to be like, where the hell did all these crocodiles come from? But they have like that one scene where they show something where it's like, no, they're all here. They're all here and they're caged, but they're clearly going to get out. Yeah, and uh, I think just and uh, other positives that I liked. Obviously, I talked about the dog. The dog was huge for me. Like. <laughs> love the dog oh so good and then um one of the initial scenes where she gets attacked by that first gator and it like drags her and it was clearly like a little bit of cgi because um it dragged her really fast but it i don't know it looked so cool and it was just you know what it was so perfect for like a horror movie quote-unquote horror movie i i really like that scene there were a lot of scenes with the alligators attacks where i was like this is dumb this just feels like another like lame you know uh you know like the movies about earthquakes and hurricanes mm-hmm. that aren't horror films uh, disaster movies oh, okay but mm-hmm. the scene where the alligator like drags her really quickly that mm-hmm. i thought that was a really cool it was pretty shocking yeah yeah it, it was shocking exactly yeah. Yeah, this movie was definitely a lot gorier than I don't know why I was surprised that a movie about uh, about gators would be less gory, but some of the scenes I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Oh my god!" I had to like look away, kind of squeamishly, being like, "Oh yeah. god," you know. Actually, there was one. There was one other thing I liked too, out of my list of uh, negative, <laughs> uh, and that was just the scene where she has to crawl through the the drain pipe because mm. I do get claustrophobic, and that was like that was so perfect. It was such a claustrophobic scene. Mm-hmm. Not only does she have to like hold her breath, she also has to go through this tiny little drain pipe and she has to make sure that a alligator is not coming in in the opposite direction because if it does, she's fucked. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I I thought this was a really well-directed movie as like just a movie itself, you know? Like I said, the CGI I thought was really good in this movie. Of course, not like great, but I mean, for that whatever 13 million dollar budget like really good cgi i thought the the camera work for a lot of the underwater scenes was really good you know like yeah. she, when she's going through the pipe i thought was you know stuff like that you know visually i really like really appreciate it visually it's just like you know story-wise where it just gets a little bit like off track a bit but uh i did like the i did like the scene where she's looking for her dad and she calls out marco polo 
you know, which, which is like totally like a thing you do in the pool. So I thought like, oh, that's a cool little line, you know, about swimming and stuff like that. Uh, oh, you liked that? Yeah, I thought that was just like oh. a funny, like a funny, like throwaway line. You know what I mean? Just yeah. being like, oh, it made me chuckle being like, oh, that was funny. I don't know. For I mean, sure. what, what else do you, what else do you guys want to talk about in this movie? What else do you want to? Okay. <laughs> this may seem very tiresome to people who are listening, but I think it's important because it goes back to like the weighing thing. When you, when you just pile on a lot of things, either you're very able to ignore it or you can only ignore it for so long before it just yep. becomes like a tidal wave, right? So number uh, number one, you know, Laura, you mentioned that when she saw the bone popping out of his leg, she didn't really care. There was another moment where like she was looking for her dad and the tree came crashing through the window. She looked at it as if it was like a bug on the wall. Again, yeah. you need to, you need to feel realism. Another one was like they kept saying on the radio, it's, you know, this is a category five hurricane throughout the entire movie guys i'm again i'm not an expert on hurricanes but that is not a category five hurricane like you know we've seen hurricane andrew you know we've seen hurricanes that are category five you can't even see your hand it's like water rushing through the air like palm trees are flipping over like roofs are actively being torn off of their um their structure like category five means the moment you go outside you're being like cars are being flipped over it's like 150 mile per hour winds yeah. like throughout the entire movie there, there's wind going on at some point yeah the hurricane they get in the eye of it it kind of calms down but the whole time it's just like it's a windy storm i and i thought like you're trying to you know um catastrophize like this movie which is cool but another one i didn't like the the heavy-handed foreshadowing Again, in the beginning, you see her swimming. That's fine. But there was a moment she was underneath the house, and then like they spent like two or three seconds on a screwdriver. Obviously, she didn't take that in and stab an alligator. Yeah. There was, and then clearly, I'm sure this frustrated you guys. There was a there's a, a part in the crawl space where the, the alligators couldn't go through because it was too tight, and but she had dropped her cell phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then rather than just get the phone and then go back to the safe spot. Oh, yeah. Where the alligator couldn't get through, she decided to call nine one one in that spot and look around the corner and wonder where the gators are. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Shut up! Get out of that house and go back to where we we were like yelling at the screen and we never do that. Yeah, <laughs> like we usually try to like you know the movie experience let it play out and kind of like maybe we'll glance at each other, but we were like yelling at this girl and they kept ha- trying to have these conversations with each other and I thought if you're there with you know. It doesn't matter if you're the daughter and you have your dad that's down there or if you're the son or whoever it is, your main goal is to get out of the, get out of that right. situation, then talk. You know, we've all seen movies where people have heart to heart moments, oh. right? Where, you know, you can kind of reflect that there's really no threat and your mind can recedes into this calm position where you go, God, look at this position that we're in, you know? And it's almost like, what are we going to do? And then it's like suddenly, and then eventually in the next scene, it comes back. But in this movie, there was never a time where they shouldn't have been trying to just get the hell out of that basement. So what are you talking for? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, you have a hurt. That was sort of like the dual side of that sword. Like you had the water that was coming up and you had a hurricane that's trying to come over. That's good because it adds tension. But at the same time, you know, you don't have much time to like, flesh out these like stories with each other you know and it, it, that really wasn't convincing so it kept bugging me why are you talking so much just get the hell out that bothered me so much greg like, didn't it did it dire situations and all they're talking about is her swim career what kind of dad he was uh having just all these heart to hearts and it's like 
this is so fucking stupid. This would never happen. Mm -hmm. They could have had a much worse relationship than they did. And still, there would have been no reason for them to talk about any of that shit. And it would just been survival. What do we need to do to survive? How do we communicate with each other to survive? That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rob, tell me you agree with us on this. I, 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 that never like crossed my mind, I guess. That, oh that never my crossed my mind. I was just, I was just locked in being like, oh man, they're having a good father or daughter moment. This is nice. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it just felt ill-timed. It would be like, yeah. It, I think if like this, they're looking out the window and the alligators, you see them, they cross the street. They're kind of like maybe a hundred feet away. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, we have some time before they come back. Then it would, maybe then there's like a moment for that. Then, I don't yeah. even think then. Not in Pro- yeah, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So uh, so uh, Laura, I wanted to ask Laura fast. Like, what was your what was your scene that you talked about that just was like you said fuck it? Was it was it yeah. was it one of the father daughter moments? Is it one of those? Um, the scene where they started talking about the divorce again. They were like they were not even with each other. They were, they were both in separate areas of that underground. Face and they were talking about the divorce and then of course that's right when she like hops upon all of these eggs oh like yeah the baby mm-hmm. gator the eggs, layer the layer and like mm-hmm. one even hatches mm-hmm. yeah and like i don't know man i just at that point i was like I, and also we started to see the helicopters and i was like if it was actually a category five I don't know if those helicopters could even like be flying in that weather right now i think it was just a trifecta and i was like I literally can't anymore. I've been trying way too hard. So that was kind of my turning scene. Definitely didn't like the heart to hearts. Um, I I think there's probably two more things that really bothered me that I'd like to uh, talk to you guys about. Mm -hmm. Uh, One is actually three more things. (laughs) One is the dad, the dad's injuries. So when we see the dad for the first time, I mean, he's already like gravely injured. He has a major either um, from the claws or jaws of an alligator on his shoulder. He's already, he's got a broken leg. You know, he's already been under there without food and water for how long? I've already mentioned this. Uh, He's been in the elements, whatever. Then, you know, I think he gets tossed around by an alligator a few more times. There's a a Mm -hmm. few more injuries in there, low grade. He ends up drowning. And we don't just see him pass out in the water. We see him actively drown choke mm-hmm. breathe in breathe out water mm-hmm. lungs fill with water his eyes are completely open as he falls to the bottom of the mm-hmm. underground space they pull him out i'm sorry motherfucker's dead he's fucking dead and then it's the scene where like she's giving him out to mouth and mm-hmm. doing the chest compressions and of course it's not working not working and then she just hits his chest and oh look at that he wakes up out of his fucking death mm-hmm. and spits out water oh and so now we're like wow this guy needs to go to a hospital because even if he did survive this situation which i think is impossible he's clearly getting secondary drowning and he's gonna die overnight at the hospital mm-hmm. no no to top this off he's able to get you know, up the stairs into another point of the house. And then an alligator grabs him, grabs him by his arm and Mm -hmm. takes off his arm. Mm -hmm. So now he's, he just came back from the dead drowning. And now he doesn't have an arm. He's lost so much blood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yet to our knowledge, this man survives. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was big. I was yelling at the screen. Like in that scene, I was like, 
oh, he's dead. I don't care what happens after this point. He's dead. I was yelling at the screen. And then he just tourniqueted his torn off arm. He, he had more trouble with his like broken leg than he did with his torn off arm. Mm-hmm. He screamed. He screamed. No, this is the, okay. A couple notes on this, Laura. Okay. Great points, right? The first thing is I thought that a lot of, this is where, you know, as a viewer, you feel like you don't want to make it you don't like to feel like you're being treated like a, like a stupid idiot. Yeah. Yes. You know, like, oh, I don't know the basics of, of human health. Listen to me. I've broken my arm, like a hairline fracture on my forearm, and it was probably the most intense, painful thing I've ever felt in my life, right? And it was just a hairline fracture from hitting a jagged rock in, in one p- particular point, okay? I have not gotten my arm, my leg, my every appendage bitten by numerous teeth by thousands of pounds of of force, right? That would just turn my bones into dust in the first moment. And I don't think you need to, honestly, like if I'm making this movie, I'm just going to say, look, I'm going to give him a normal human condition, give, make him overweight or give him a a bad back or, or, you know, just even the cut in itself where he got, it looks like he was scraped by the alligator. That's fine. You know, just it doesn't have to be a broken leg that is what he has to overcome because then you're fighting this uphill battle of like, okay, well, now what else is going to happen to him? And it just gets more extreme. And you feel like as a viewer, like this, the thing is, this movie tried to take itself seriously, which I love. I love serious horror movies. Okay. But when you do that, stick to your identity. Like, don't make me think, you know, that these crazy things are, are happening. A lot of, and then Rob, like you said, he just like, you know, he screamed. That was the thing is like, there was a lot of screaming happening in this mm-hmm. movie. And it was like, I have a note here. I put, what did I say? I put, apparently screaming just makes the pain go away. Like whenever they get like, like a, a crocodile, like literally with a hundred teeth bit into the arm of any of these characters and dragged them away, they'll go, ah, and then just like continue walking. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't work like that. Like you, you, after the first bite, you're mortally wounded. Yeah, like you're gonna, you're you're gonna die. Yeah, in, in, you know what I mean. Like, and so those things, it's like I think you didn't, you don't even need that. And and like not to say that I know that um that Alex Aha uh-huh, he was given this script and he liked it. So I know that he was just given a certain amount, and I don't know how much your how much the creative liberties you have to change it. But if you do have the ability to change it, I would say, look. I'm not going to have lazy writing. I, I, I'm going to give them a real life situation and make them work out of it. I'm not going to allow them to have the, like an alligator bite them 10 times and then continue to pass, you know, yeah. continue on. That's insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that, that really bothered me. Um, the last two things I wanted to talk about, and maybe we'll save it for the end. Cause I definitely want to hear from Rob. Uh, I didn't like the ending. I'll just be brief with that. And then, um, uh, uh, the inconsistency with uh, alligator knowledge and like what's true and what's feasible and what's not. <laughs> so I don't want to like go into that. I'd rather hear from Rob first and then that seems kind of like a oh. ending. Rob, before you jump into it, just on that, nobody can outswim an alligator. Okay. This is my, yes, this is. I don't my- care if you're, if you're Michael Phelps, you mentioned Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. If an alligator is trying to get you, it's an, you can't outswim it. Okay, sorry. Rob, yeah, well, please, please. I'm just going to finish this since he brought it up. Yes. An alligator can swim 20 miles per hour. Do you guys know how fast Michael Phelps can swim? Maybe 11. Anyone. Six. 
miles per hour. And that's three times more than the average person who is not a like mm-hmm. a professional athletic swimmer. So this chick can out swim 20 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Fuck it. Like, like, oh, I just couldn't, I couldn't handle that. But okay. <laughs> but, uh, but she's an she's an apex predator, so you know, there she there she goes. She, goes. Mm-hmm. she didn't even win or meet at the beginning of. The I know season. she I didn't wasn't... either. She did. She wasn't even that good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there, are, I bet you there are people. You know, I, I I'm not going to weigh in yet, like whether or not I liked it or totally or not. But I think the people who who really liked it maybe think that our critiques so far are unfair. I just want to say that's. All of these things are not the only things that I thought about. I, no. I, there are a lot of good yeah. parts about the movie, but it's it's just, I don't know, so far with the way that we've been watching movies, you know, you, you pick up on one or two things and then you give it a fair shot. Yeah. And when they, when they just keep dumping it on you, I don't know if we're supposed to just like totally ignore it or, you know, just let it pile on. But um, I don't know. All right, Rob. Yeah, I, I really don't have much more to say. I really don't have much more to say. You guys really covered a lot. A lot of stuff I didn't even think about, you know, about practicality or or like why things are happening. I, I don't know. It seems like it seems like I watched this movie like with one eye open because I like wasn't paying attention to half the stuff, maybe, you know. <laughs> But I, I was just, uh, you know, I, I just watched it and I really didn't care for it. Like, uh, you know, I, it was just like whatever. And I was just watching it because we have to watch it. But, I, you know, I can get how people, you know, like a Rotten Tomato 50-50 is like, yeah, I'm right in the middle. I'm like 50% because I'm like, I really don't give a fuck. I just I just didn't really care for anything. You know, like I said, yeah. CGI was pretty good. I'm like, all right. Like I said, I, I liked, like I said, I already talked about, I liked in the beginning how they set up the father-daughter relationship and how that paid off. And to me, it made me like want to root for the dad to live because I wanted to see that. But then I was pissed off at the end and they didn't give like an after credit scene or anything. I wanted to see like the aftermath. I wanted to see like, yeah. like her maybe swimming and he's there, but he has no limbs and he's like rooting for her. Well, I think by them surviving, that was the whole wasn't that the all you needed because it seemed to me like she was trying to blame herself for their divorce because all he was trying to do was focus on him coaching her so she was blaming herself and there was that random moment where they are like trying to escape the alligators and he's like i shouldn't have sold this house it's our home and i'm like shut up but (laughs) but the whole thing was is that was that i thought that they resolved a lot of their past beef with the family through that circumstance so i like to me i don't know if i needed any much more you didn't feel like that was resolved by them like surviving no i think it was resolved but i wanted that like little like you know ps scene at the end to be like i also wanted to know like is she gonna still be a swimmer because she got like bitten her leg and i'm like i don't know if like that might be done for you or what her arm her leg yeah i know that that's what i thought too like maybe she's just done but i wanted to have like something at the end to be like oh like why not what happened i even would have Mm -hmm. taken like them getting in the helicopter and like hugging Mm -hmm. even that would have been something like okay they're actually in the care of like a medical professional on that helicopter they're on their way to a hospital even that but just her holding like a flare and then looking back at her dad and just all of a sudden this super cheesy song yeah yeah. on my screen i was just like what you know what I could have swore would have happened in that moment, like right before the credits started rolling? I could have swore after everything that we had seen that like the alligator was going to jump up and grab the helicopter. Oh, that's what I thought it. too. That's what I thought too. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought that too. Alligators can only <laughs> jump six feet. 
I did a oh, lot really? of research on alligators. You guys. <laughs> well, well, human he, humans can only swim six miles an hour, and clearly she doubled that. So, and or that's tri- Michael. It. Oh my god! No, she mm-hmm. like tripled it. Yeah, it's tripled so, it. Yeah. Uh, Would have actually made sense is if the helicopter lost control in those conditions. I mean, it cannot fly yeah. during a category five hurricane yeah, it did start mm-hmm. to like wobble a bit and i was like oh shit the helicopter is gonna crash but then it was just yeah. like the end or whatever i promise you guys i go check it i'm sure there's footage of a category five on youtube go look at that and tell me if this movie was that okay and maybe again maybe this is being way too picky it's like maybe when they created the movie they're like well people don't know the difference it's almost like twister people don't know what a p5 tornado looks like yeah we're just reading for dramatic effect i get that but I don't know. There were, that part was, was really strange. Yeah. But one thing I did want to mention, which Rob mentioned in the beginning was the high rotten tomato score. Um, Every, almost every single positive review I read from a critic mentioned how 2019 in particular had no good horror movies and this was just watchable and it worked. And so it's almost like it got that high rating because in the past few years, even there just hasn't really been a good horror movie. Mm. And then this one came out and it was fine, but because no one's seen anything good, they're like, Oh yeah, this was okay. That's really interesting. So many reviews mentioned that like, Oh, in a year or two of just nothing good and no good horror and all there's been are just comic book movies. Like this is finally like a horror movie worth watching. It's insane to me. Wow. So the bar was so low. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that that, that makes a lot of sense then because I was wondering the same thing of like, because yeah. I saw this rating before I watched it and I was like, oh shit, this is going to be a good movie. Good, good pick by Greg. Yeah. And then I watched it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's weird. I can see how, Rob, didn't you pull a few good, positive reviews? Did they reflect what Laura was just saying? I mean, the only, like, there was a lot. There was a lot that exactly said, we probably were reading a lot of the same ones, Laura. Yeah. But I didn't want to, I couldn't, I didn't want to pull those ones because to me, that's not even really a positive review of being of being like, well, it's good for now. Like, that's not a positive review. I know. Well, it wasn't a bad movie though, right? I, do you guys no. think it was, I didn't think it was a bad movie at the same time. Like I said, I, it was just right in the middle. It was just like, whatever yeah yeah i mean the only uh, the only review i probably would want to bring up because i think it has an interesting question i would ask for it is uh there's a review from uh perry nemeroff of collider video and this was in july of 2019 uh she said you know this movie is a you know a, bat- a batshit wild summer thrill uh it talks about edge of your seat uh, and it said i had to stop myself from jumping out a few times and then she just kind of goes on to say crawl is a must see on the big screen with a packed house so that's one thing I, oh, I that's, shit. see, that's one thing I wanted to ask Laura, because that's something you've talked about before. Of If you watch something in a theater with a bunch of people that it can make it a more enjoyable experience. Dude, totally. And you know what? If you saw this on the big screen and like the audience, your fellow, you know, people there watching it with you are like jumping and screaming and clapping at certain mm-hmm. scenes, laughing at certain scenes, that totally does make it. Okay. Okay. That that could be a lot of it too. Then that's why you know that's why because it's one it's one thing to say that you know the critics are just being like oh this year sucked let's give it a bigger rating but the audience itself which don't look at things like that say seventy five percent which I think if that might be more of what you're talking about Laura maybe this lot of seventy five percent of the audience score is from people that saw it in the theater and had a, just a good yeah. time in the theater with it you know we're right. seeing 
it's hard to argue against. It is. You know, we're yeah. we're watching in our house. It's just us, maybe us and a you know us and a significant other. But you know, that's not the same as a whole theater of people. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That that's why I wanted to read that one because it made me think about like, oh, let me ask Laura about that. I could totally see that. Yeah, these are all really good points. I don't think it's going to change my final rating, but no. these are very good points. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, this is why this is why I love doing this. I love it when you guys bring up stuff that's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, I didn't think about that. I almost wanted to watch the. I, I tried to watch the movie again today, but because of Easter stuff, I didn't have a chance. But I really wanted to watch it again, knowing all of my critiques and just turning a blind eye and saying forget all that yeah you know and then let's see what happens i'm really curious but you know apparently since it's not out for rent i bought it i own it for life i can't do that if i want to tomorrow so <laughs> oh no you fucking own it that's fucking funny yeah. i just it's like have- the only it's like the only movie I've, I've actually bought in the last 10 years wow that's <laughs> it's crazy so funny to me that so like you know, we, we try not to spoil our opinions when we text each other, but, uh, you know, we have a little like podcast thread going on our text messages. <laughs> and when I was trying to figure out where to get this movie, I was able to oh. for free. <laughs> and I'm, I'm asking Greg cause Greg's like, I had to buy it. Here's my login and I'm talking to him about it and it's not working. And Greg goes, if you need to buy this movie, I implore you not to. <laughs> this is before I've even watched it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, great. yeah, great. yeah. It's, it's not a keeper. That's what I was, all I was trying to say. But, you know, I don't even know. Maybe if I watch it again, you know, I just I cook up some popcorn in my microwave and I may just love it. You know, you never know. Again, Rob, like you said, it's hard to, to argue with such a unanimous Rotten Tomatoes decision. Like, mm-hmm. that's really intriguing to me. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, cool. maybe the next time we all get together and we can, like, uh, I don't know, like if we're at like a lake or something like that, or like a water, you know, like like floating in a pool, we can like put it on by the pool and we can watch it by the water. Cause that'd be fucking creepy. That'd be scary. I wouldn't want to do that. Nice. I was gonna ask Laura. Laura, did anything grind your gears in this movie other than bad dialogue? No, nothing like that. The only funny, the funny thing that I mentioned, and this didn't really grind my gears, but uh, when the boat hit the house, I I was looking over my notes just now, and I wrote, "What a fucking clusterfuck." <laughs> 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 I think at that point, just like so many things were happening, and there is no way these two people would have ever survived this. So it's like, oh mm-hmm. my god, <laughs> that's funny. What about uh, what about you, Greg? Is uh, is Grave going to make an appearance? I do want to mention something. Actually, I wish maybe Laura could join me on this one because she has a lot of the alligator facts. I just Ooh, wanted to, yeah. okay. to add a couple things. Do you have any more? Probably. Let's, I wrote a lot. Let's, okay, wait. Let me, let me, uh, yeah, let's get, let's get Graves out of his watery coffin. He's going to come out of the swamp this time. Oh, come, okay. uh, he's coming out of his swamp. So we're digging up from the swamp. You know, he's coming out. Open up his coffin. You know. Can I talk about Okay. All right. <laughs> so this is going to be a great, this is going to be Grave and Laura. Grave and Laura are going to double team this gator. <laughs> the first it actually wasn't filmed in florida which it, you know it looks like it could have been but it was filmed in belgrade so the the whole the whole movie was it was actually filmed in serbia and an interesting fact about that was that um apparently in in belgrade the city or the town has an alligator as their mascot <laughs> like it's the mascot for a lot of uh like you know, uh, manufactured goods. And, and the reason why it is, is because they have the world's oldest alligator living in that, in that zoo there. Oh, 
Yeah, apparently, so the, the name of the, the alligator is Muya, and it was delivered to, to Belgrade, I think from Germany in like the, the mid-1930s. And at that time, it was already a full-grown alligator, so they think it's over 100 years old, Dang, and it's still yeah, living today. That's crazy. Wow. Apparently, it's not in great shape. Like, one of its legs was kind of gangrenous. They had to amputate it, so it's kind of got just three legs. But apparently, it's the, the oldest living alligator lives, like, where they shot this movie, which I thought was kind of cool. Wow. Um, hmm. So, I don't know. I, I had a couple more. Laura, did you have any additional facts? You know, I, I kind of already talked about, like, their swimming speed. Um, they're between, like, 9 and 15 feet long. I think I even mentioned that they can jump six feet, but it was mostly, I just wanted to kind of learn about how you would attack one if you did ever uh, get into contact with one. So maybe I'll just kind of, you know, tell everyone what I learned. Um, As I mentioned before, they actually don't attack humans unless threatened or if you're in their territory and they really do suck on land. Like they cannot hear or see or run nearly as well on land so if you were ever to be on land um and see one uh if if you're like far away enough you're supposed to back up slowly you know just like retreat retreat if you think it may have seen you it actually says to run in a zigzag because because of their webbed feet which really helps them swim they're very awkward on land so if you were to run zigzag you're going to lose them really quickly unless you are fairly close to one and you guys lock eyes. If you lock eyes, it's going to go full speed towards you. And at that point, because any human can outrun an alligator, you are to just sprint in a straight line as fast as you can. Because if you were to lock eyes and it was close enough, it's going to give its all. So we need to give our all. Um, wow. So I thought that was really interesting. And then obviously way better in water. If you were to be in water and attacked, don't ever try to pry open their jaw. It, that's, that's a losing battle. Um, don't give up. People like zoologists were like, don't ever give up, but just fight like hell, like attack back. Just always attack back. Uh, their noses or like snouts are extremely sensitive. So punching that or hitting that with whatever is going to potentially help them at least loosen a grip on you if they do have you locked in. And then another thing which actually happened in the movie is their eyes. Like it just says to gouge their eyes. Like that's something else that's going to make them uh, loosen up their, their hold on you. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I learned about them. I mean, they are, they are carnivores, but they mostly just eat fish, birds, small mammals, and other reptiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I was happy to read that they actually are attacked and eaten by big cats. So I'm, I'm happy that there is something. <laughs> you have a cat, so you're yeah. good. <laughs> like, you know, whatever, tigers or lions cheetahs whatever i don't know i i'm glad that they get attacked by something and they're not just i don't know a liger a liger <laughs> liger mm-hmm. yeah all right my my last fact actually goes back to what laura was saying earlier about their, their bite strength so watching this movie each of the our characters literally gets their arm chomped or their leg chomped by these alligators multiple times and they go ah and they keep moving on right so i was like that doesn't make much sense. I think after the first time, you're pretty much dead. Your bones are dust, right? Mm-hmm. So I decided to look up the the a gator's bite strength, and it's actually it ranges typically between 2,100 and 3,000 pounds per square inch psi, mm-hmm. right? So again, that may be hard to like imagine what that is, you know. And it kind of was for me. I know it's a lot of force. So I decided to look up 
2,100 pounds, like the, the low range of their bite is about a ton. So I decided to look up various things that weighed a ton and try to imagine like that biting like down my arm. So here are some things that weigh a ton that actually a gator has the force to bite you with, okay? A baby humpback whale. So imagine a baby humpback oh whale, a hundred of them, every inch on your arm biting down. Are you going to walk away from that? Probably not. A walrus, a black rhinoceros, a water buffalo is about a ton. Uh, a 1979 Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, there's a there's a particular baleen whale called a right whale. It's huge. It's almost like half the size of a blue whale. Its testicles are about a ton. <laughs> so if you imagine that, like on your arm in, in a split second, that's the minimum bite force of a, of a gator's uh, bite. And it goes up to about 3,000 PSI, which is about a – one and a half times that. So maybe one and a half, you know, right whale testicles uh, crunching down on your arm. So if you're able to walk out of that, you are amazing and you're probably a really good swimmer. And um, mm. so, yeah, just to give some kind of like perspective on it and why that was kind of unbelievable to me. But yeah. So true, that's it. True, true. Bear me up, Rob. Nice. Okay. Good job. Thanks, Graves. Thanks for making your appearance. I'm gonna shut your, I'm gonna shut your uh, <laughs> casket door. Don't get your don't get your testicles caught. Yeah. Watch out for the door. Okay. Don't get them caught. Pull them in. Okay. All right. See you, Graves. All right. Greg's back. Greg's back. All His right. testicles are fine. Uh, don't worry about it. He's okay. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. That was really good. That was really good. Yeah. yeah good one. Good one. Yeah, a little assist from Laura. I liked it. I liked yeah. it, you know. I'm glad that you were on the same, like, track as me thinking, like, well, what even can an alligator Yeah, do? I just, I, yeah. I felt like it wasn't right, and so I needed to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get to our overall judgments here. Um, we're definitely, I think, going to be different. We're 100% going to be different than Rotten Tomatoes. I know that. Mm-hmm um so so let's do let's do one to five rating let's do um how many gator teeth how many gator teeth are you going to give this movie one to five how many gator teeth i mean i did look up that most gators have between 72 and 80 gator teeth but i, I didn't want to try to do all the math no. let's just do one to five no. let's just do one to five <laughs> out of 400 gator teeth how many would you <laughs> give <laughs> Yeah, let's let's just do one to five. How many gator teeth are you gonna give this movie? What do you think, uh, Laura? You want to go first? Let's let Greg go last. It's his movie pick. Right. Uh, what do you think, Laura? Yeah, um, you know there were things I liked about it, but overall it, it lost me midway, and I just had more, like Greg mentioned, I had more complaints than I had things that I admired. So, um, you know, I, I'm gonna give it a two out of five gator teeth. Two out of five gator yeah. teeth. Okay, okay. I'll I'll piggyback off that. I'm definitely the same with you. I'll give it two out of five. I it was just kind of like a mediocre movie to me. I didn't really care either way. There was some good things. There was bad things. It just at the end of watching this movie, I was just like, eh, like whatever. Yeah. Like like it, you know, like I never need to see it again. I don't need to remember it. It's just like whatever. Like it literally did nothing for me. It's like it never happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So two out of five for me too. What do you What do you think, Greg? Actually, Rob, I'm with you. It, the word one of you guys mentioned it watchable actually yeah. really characterizes this movie to me. It was watchable. It wasn't bad, but at the same time, I, again, like I, I really want to watch it again to see if all of my biases <laughs> go away. Well, you can. You can watch it all yeah, the time. You can watch it forever. You can watch it forever. <laughs> Till the yeah. day I die. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I probably will. You know, maybe I'll, that'll be one of my uh, future updates. Let you know yeah. that I give this a five or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, you should put it. You should put it in your will that that right before you die, you want to be watching Crawl. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you guys? When are you guys going to be the the successor of that movie? <laughs> no, oh, you're gonna you're gonna no. you're gonna give it give it to one of us. <laughs> I'll sign it away to one of you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm giving it two out of five teeth as as well like two and a half would be in the middle and and that's how i felt about this movie rob yeah like i i'm so with your sentiment i really thought like when it, the credits started rolling like eh. the thing about yeah. this movie is it was it, it felt very shallow to me you know and not that i should expect that from a gator movie you know like you go well i should just think gators are gonna go around and terrorizing people why would i even care about the acting but the thing is, is that the fact that he tried to to do that yeah he tried to give it uh, you know the college effort to, to show personality and show that splintered family story like it goes okay well if you're gonna if you're gonna bring that we'll bring it yeah and um i thought that didn't really work for me i loved the the environment and the scenery and and really that was like the thing that that held up the movie the most for me you know, I was kind of on the fence about the tension at times. But again, like Laura said, both, both you guys kind of like described my thoughts on it, like had a little bit more negatives than positives. And at the end of the day, it was like too shallow enough to really, it didn't have energy to me. Yeah. Despite all the crazy things that were happening. Yeah, it was action packed so, for sure. It was action. It was action packed, but like, I don't know why it was like, despite all the action, Rob, like, I'm, I'm with you. I was like, eh. You know, yeah, yeah. so it was just strange. And again, I'm not even going to argue with the, the Rotten Tomato score. This it, people loved it, so I'm curious to know about that the next go round. Yeah. But um, for me, two out of five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're we're all right there. This might be one of the first episodes where we universally agree exactly. Yeah. It's all, yeah, it's actually know, one of the first episodes in a while where we actually didn't love a movie. I feel like the last few movies mm-hmm. we've really loved or liked a lot. Shouldn't say loved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Not Let me ask faculty, you this, but... this last question, you guys. What would it take for you to love this movie? I think I know what it would take, mm, but what, I don't know. Is there anything? Probably more gators. Probably more no. gators. No. <laughs> just more. Just, I think they need to tone it down a little bit more and make it more believable and, yeah. and uh, better acting. But I, I can totally answer for you in the opposite direction. I would be giving this zero out of five if Sugar didn't make it. <laughs> That's, That's true, like the dog. all mm-hmm. I cared about. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. true that's true mm-hmm. yeah so let's end let's end on that now a little bit of sugar at the end i like it so let's let's end on that so uh yeah so that's it for this week's episode uh next week is going to be my movie pick and we're going to be conjecturing uh 1988's killer clowns from outer space uh, and that's with with k's killer and clown is with a k which i thought was interesting um this movie is just fucked up looking I remember, I remember like visuals of this when I was younger and clowns in itself are already kind of freaky, but the way these clowns fucking look, oh my God, they, I don't, I still don't remember if this is people in outfits or if they're like claymation or what the fuck, but they're really fucked up looking in this movie. So we're watching that next week. It's my pick. Uh, It's on Netflix. Another reason why I picked it too, just so everybody can watch it. Nobody has to buy it like Greg, (laughs) you know, nobody has to buy the movie. Um, I will add that uh, it's going to be a good episode because Greg and I have vowed to get extremely stony baloney while watching this movie. Oh, oh! We Remember, did. we're gonna get we're gonna get super stoned when we watch this movie. So 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't need to be paranoid looking at clowns for an hour and a half. I think it's going to be worth it. <laughs> you know, I think it's going to be good. And it's, you know what? We haven't done this yet. So I should have for this movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So let us know what future movies or topics you want conjectured. You can hit us up at email conjecturing pod at Gmail or on Twitter, Instagram at conjecturing pod. And just another thing I want to say to people, if you're listening, uh, you know, wherever you're getting your podcast, subscribe, rate, review us, let us know what you like, what you didn't like, how Greg sucks at any games, you know, <laughs> give him pointers on things that might make him even remotely adequate. I need it you know? so badly. Yeah, he needs all the help he can get. So, <laughs> so that's it, you know, for this episode. I've been Rob. And Laura. And Greg. Yeah, until next time, remember, horror is subjective, so conjecture your way. See ya. Bye. Bye bye. We'll say bye. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was like, do we all say bye? I don't remember. <laughs> bye bye. I want to bottom chomp chomp chomp